Hey everyone, and welcome to the Cheyenne Hills podcast, Verse by Verse. We know it's often hard to find time to spend studying God's Word, so we're happy you can join us as we read, unpack, and discuss Scripture every Tuesday and Thursday. We hope you enjoy the program. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to Verse by Verse through Genesis. And guys, we're, we're here at the finish line. This is like going the Tour de France. You know, you have every, every day has a certain starting mm-hmm. point, ending point, your time and everything. Well, this is the last day. We're going we're gonna to finish today, <laughs> finally going through Genesis. And verse uh, chapter 50 is the last of these, uh, of this, uh, really of the Jacob cycle, but it's the last of the book of Genesis. So may not be done in 13 seconds, but we'll get it. No, done. we're going to get it done. We're going to, we're going to run all the way to the end. Yeah. We may not be the first one across the finish line, but here we go. So, okay. So I'm going to back up one verse and Jacob finished charging his sons. He drew his feet into his bed. He breathed his last and was gathered, uh, to his people. So, so, so Jacob dies then verse 50 verse chapter 50, verse one, Then Joseph fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded all the servants and the physicians to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. Now, 40 days were required for it, for such was the period requirement of of embalming. And the Egyptians wept over him for 70 days. And when the days of the mourning of him who were passed, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your sight, please speak to Pharaoh saying, my father made me swear saying, behold, I'm about to die in my grave, which I am dug for myself in the land of Canaan. There you shall bury me. Now, therefore, please let me go up and bury my father. Then I will return. And Pharaoh said to him, go up, bury your father uh, as he made you swear. So Joseph went up. So a lot of favor here, you know, and this is not just, you know, a day or two journey. This is a, a two-week journey, or at something least. Like that. It's a it's quite a hike, mm-hmm. and um, so this is a, a hunk of time for him to spend some time mourning. Well, and, and I know it's politics, but I do love the the, the humility of Joseph still coming, even though Joseph is right hand. Like, well, yeah, I can just go do what I want, but no, he still goes oh. and he says, and he's like, like if I found favor, like yeah, yeah like like good. you just provided my family for thirty years, like all yeah. of this stuff. But if I'm still if I'm still in favor, may I ask you this this next yeah, thing? That's good. That's good. It's very. And yeah, go ahead. The uh, mourning, I guess, for Pharaohs was seventy two days. Okay. And here they mourn for Seven. Joseph's Joseph's father almost as long. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah that's really interesting. Oh wow, that's good. So somehow the somehow. very honoring for the Egyptians to honor him that way. So it really wonders what in those thirty years. What happened? Like, was was Pharaoh like, dude, you've lived a long time. Let's talk. Like, I want to know. Well, like, and I, I wonder if they actually had favor, too, because they were in the land. I wonder mm-hmm. if God blessed that land and people mm-hmm. recognize, hey, these guys are kind of good to have around. Well, uh, and at least they recognized what Joseph had done for the country. Yeah. And so yes. this is your dad. And so we're, we're going to honor him. Yeah. Yeah. For the very least, it's that for sure. Okay, good. And Pharaoh said, go up and bury your father as he made you swear. So Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of the household, and the elders of the land of Egypt. So some, some heavy hitters went along, obviously. And all the household of Joseph and his brothers and his father's household, they left only their little ones and their flocks and their herds in the land of Goshen. There also went up with them both chariots and horsemen, and it was a very great company. When they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Jordan, they lamented there for, with a very great and sorrowful lamentation. And he observed seven days mourning for his father. 
Now, when the inhabitants of the land of Canaan saw the morning at the threshing of the Atad, they said, This is a grievous morning for the Egyptians. Therefore, it is named Abel Mizram, which is beyond the Jordan. And thus the sons did for him as he had charged them. And the sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Mechpah before Miriam, which Abraham had bought along with the field of the burial site from the Ephron the Hittite. And after he had buried his father Joseph, father, Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers and all who had gone up with him to bury his father. All right, so this is just kind of some factual information that's going on, but basically he's saying I he carried uh, his father Jacob to the place where he had asked to be buried with Abraham, with Isaac, and, and all the others that were there. And and to me, I'm impressed with the entourage that went with him. Yeah, it, I, I would very think any, any people who were watching this entourage yeah. would have been probably terrified. Somebody great was buried just now, and probably they thought it was a king, and it's, you know... Well, even, even just amazing. watching like a host of Egyptian chariots at that time just roll through your land would just sure. be like whoa what? Some, what are you guys doing something big no that's a that's a good point and they they obviously noticed it they they made their impression you're so. running to update your insurance information <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it and i think what it's something not gonna that, go well something that strikes me as i'm, I'm reading this uh, especially in our modern context um we, we have so many people who who have issues with with, with loved ones dying and I, I know we just started our grief share group and yeah. and all of those things but like when we take a look at it all throughout the Old Testament and even into when Jesus uh, is was, is there with Lazarus mourning's an actual thing they, they, they yeah. like and I don't know if that's in God's wisdom yeah. and how that that society was done and what we see actually Israel do but they have these like you are to spend a week yeah. you are to spend this time actually mourning and, and I'm sure they still had grief issues and, and all of these other mental health issues that we do today, but they actually took time yeah. in the midst of their daily rhythm to say, wow. I'm going to stop and that, I'm actually going to weep. Even if I don't feel like weeping, I'm going to spend time and actually weep because like, as we know now, like our bodies actually need that. Like we yeah. actually need to acknowledge all these things. Yeah. No, that's very insightful. Yeah. And, well, and back then, like, it's not like today where you can call into work and someone will cover for you. Like if you don't, go get the food and run, go to the river and get water or whatever. Like you don't have food or water. Yeah. So to take that time and, and I think to have it be a, like a specific and ordered or that, or thou shalt kind of a thing means that like, okay, this person's, you know, mom just died. So we will probably all need to like start making the idea of coming over with Tupperware. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, Oh, we, as a community, we should, we're probably going to have to bring them water and food and stuff like right. that because they are, they are supposed to, there's a time to have this time. Yeah. Well, that's time good. Boy, that is really, really insightful. Cause Liturgy I think you're, for the you're right because they're saying, you know, this is a time of mourning and you, you need to take that time. That's, that's really good. Verse 15, when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, what if Joseph should bear a grudge against us and pay us back in full all the wrong which we did to him? So they sent a message to Joseph saying, Your father charged before he died, saying, Thus you shall say to Joseph, Please forgive, I beg you, the transgression of your brothers and, for their, and their sin, for they did you, they did you wrong. And now please forgive the transgression of their servants of God your father. And Joseph went, and Joseph wept, and they spoke to him. Then his brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for I am in God's place. 
And as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. Uh, this is the classic verse of, you know, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. And we, we go through this uh, it's a kind of a, but this is where that verse comes from. It's, it's the, they're, the brothers being fearful of, and weeping and falling on their faces before him, just as it was prophesied, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he said, listen, uh, God was in this all the way. Any, any thoughts on this verse? Just I, it's amazing. I mean, you know, and, and what a what an example for all of us. To, to well, well, I think even the I mean, we we see it for what it is. Like the brothers have still not learned their lesson. Yeah. Even even in all the grace and mercy that we just saw Jacob dispense, what do they do? They lie and they say, "Let's make up the story so we can ensure that we get forgiveness." So that we can make sure that Joseph's not going to come back on us. It wasn't enough that he said, "Guys, go get your family, go get your kids, go get your livestock. I've I have provided all of this stuff for you." No, we need to go ahead and make a lie that Jacob said this, so that Joseph oh. will feel bad enough to do this. Yeah, right, right. Like, I and and he doesn't know it, and they don't have you know all of the things we do all today. The details, but, yeah. but we see movies all the time where brothers and sisters, especially in an inheritance situation, manipulate the situation to try and get yeah. these different things. And I think again, it just shows the beauty and mercy and grace of they're still doing this, yeah. but Joseph with the vision, because like some people would say that when Joseph is saying, well, I'm in God's place. Well, no, he's, he's saying God has placed me here yeah. is, is the better rendering of that. And, and he realizes it. Yes. It's yeah, not like a, I'm all high and mighty. It's like, yeah. no, only God can put me here but, and therefore I will forgive. But I will tell you, it takes, it's a, it's a, a lot for Joseph to see that because he spent seven years in prison. He was, mm-hmm. you know, left, left for dead or then traded off to the Egyptians. And this whole idea of uh, this forgiveness, he really did, you know, he did not hold a grudge, did he? And saw, and he saw God's hand in all of his affliction. And that's boy, you talk, there's a, there's a lot of application you can pull out of, of this particular verse, uh, chapter 50, verse 20. It's a, it's a classic, powerful verse. Well, we're just a few verses from the end. So let's, let's, press on. So therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. So he confirmed, comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Now, Joseph stayed and he didn't have to, he could have, he could have, he could have taken advantage of them. They were throwing themselves at his feet and he could have said, okay, well, you know what? He didn't. That's, I think it's amazing how he just, he fully and completely forgave him. Now, Joseph stayed in Egypt and he and his father's household and Joseph lived 110 years. And Joseph saw the third generation of Ephraim's sons, also the sons of Michar and the sons of Manasseh were born to Joseph's knee, born on Joseph's knee. So Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die. Now, this is fast forward, right? So he's, he's toward the end of his life now. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die, but God will surely take care of you and bring you up from this land to the land which he promised on oath to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely take care of you, and you shall carry my bones up from here. So Joseph died at the age of 110 years, and he was embalmed, and he placed in a coffin in Egypt. And so he probably was had that, you know, embalming that the Egyptian pharaohs, I would imagine, mm-hmm. they treated him pretty 
pretty uh, royal and regally yeah. and Remove in his the burial. Kidneys, the heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're going to die, that's a good place to die. Those guys know how to take care of, of bodies. Well, I, I think there's just so much grace and mercy in this. Uh, we, we talked about forgiveness last night in Thrive. So like one of the questions that we answered is what is forgiveness? And when you look through yeah. the Old Testament and the New Testament, the very idea of forgiveness is a relinquishing that somebody owes you something. So like yeah. when you say I forgive, it means I'm not picking it back up because you don't owe it. And so that's basically what he said. If, if yeah. me already saying, hey, come here, and I'll take care of you wasn't enough, okay, I'm going to go ahead and continue to do this and provide for you, and this yeah. is my oath to you that I, yeah. I, I have forgiven you. Thorough forgiveness, it really <laughs> is, isn't it? It's not only not just in word, but it's also in deed and in action, and, and even over time. It was just, you know, he never brought that back up, and I, I think it's an amazing picture of, of uh, forgiveness and really the grace of God to these people. And uh, just the kind of the underpinning of how this group of people and how they're going to flourish in this land of Goshen. And we know they're going to be there 400 years. Finally, Moses will take them out of this land. Well, so guys, I don't know. We could go. The next page in my Bible is Exodus. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a long, arduous uh, task as well. Then Leviticus. One thing we've kind of kicked around is uh, we want to continue the verse by verse, but but where you know, to continue? The where to continue verse. that? And one of the the things, and maybe we could figure out some kind of uh, I don't know voting system or something. Maybe back by popular demand. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we end everything with "be strong and courageous." That's out of Joshua. I'm I'm just kind of drawn to to plow through Joshua. We don't have to, but that's one of the. It's an idea I'm going to throw out. Well, and we're going to meet with that. And so uh, watch out on our social media because we'll probably be asking some polls. To, some, yeah, that's put a, a good poll idea. And be like, hey, hey, what what have you always? What would you like to hear? Yeah, yeah. Take a look at that and and give us some ideas, and we, we might uh, just kind of plan out the rest of the year like that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, we'll take we a look it. at uh, a next thing, but we did it, guys. Here, I don't know what date this is, but we've we've conquered uh, the so book of Genesis. The, the really cool thing about this, right, is uh, maybe not from your guys' perspective, but uh, when I started the interview process in oh yeah late April, early May, okay, uh, that the very first thing I did was uh, you guys have got podcasts, okay, this is where I'm going. Like, if you get Genesis wrong. I know. Okay, I can just say, "Hey, sorry, guys," but like we, st I started listening to Genesis late April last year. Okay, and now that I got to finish it, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> like, that's interesting. Like yeah. I started just listening to it as a, "Hey, am I going to come to this church? Is this where God is calling me?" And yeah. now I am finishing it, sitting in front of the camera <laughs> well, and go. behind the microphone. It so, is so it awesome. truly is a book of beginnings. It there is, you go. It is there awesome. Go. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad that uh, you were able to tune in, and I'm glad it resonated, and I'm I hope it resonated with you as well. Thanks for tuning in and joining us, and uh, seriously, if you're interested in and giving us some ideas of what you'd like to see us study next and walk through verse by verse, we would be most happy to hear your input. In the meantime, be strong and very courageous, and God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in.